Hi, I'm Gina Carr, and you're listening to PRN, Pause, Renew, Next, a podcast about soul care, scripture, and stories of faith. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Enjoy! Welcome to PRN, Pause, Renew, Next, the podcast. I'm Janae Detweiler. Well, guys, can you believe it's December already? This year has flown by. This is actually the last podcast episode of 2019 because I'm going to take the rest of December off to enjoy Christmas, spend time with family, and focus on what's important. Today's episode was a lot of fun. I got to talk with two of my friends, Amy Morgan and Meredith Loss, about something that they hold dear to their hearts in the month of December, and that is December. Now, if you have never heard of Dressember, you're going to find out a lot about it today in this conversation. It is a movement that focuses awareness on human trafficking. And today we talk a lot about it, but we also talk about some other things like Bible studies, what we enjoy doing, what books we're reading right now. It was a lot of fun, and I'm not going to make you wait any longer to hear it. So with that, let's jump into the conversation. Well, welcome to the podcast, ladies. I'm so happy to have you both here. Um, before we get started and really dive into the topic, I'm wondering if you'd like to introduce yourselves a little bit. Amy, you want to start? Sure. Um, I'm Amy Morgan, and I am a mother of four children, so I'm in the middle school and the elementary stages with my kids. I am married to my husband, Matt, and we have been married for 17 years now, and he is a pastor I'm at a church here locally, and I am a stay-at-home mom. All right. Hi, I'm Meredith, and I've been married for 17 years to my husband, Jonathan, and I have three children, and in the same parenting stages as Amy, high school and middle school and elementary school, and so um, that's one of the things that kind of bonds us together is um, talking over parenting. And I also work part-time at SunTrust Bank and um, enjoy reading and exercise and having coffee with friends. All right. So part of the reason I was excited about having both of you here is because I already know that you're good friends. And so having you both at the same time, I knew would be fun. So do you want to talk about how you know each other or how you met? Sure. Um, we actually met at BSF, so Bible Study Fellowship, and I remember sitting in the same discussion group, and I remember sitting in the sanctuary one one of the weeks, and Meredith asked me for my phone number. And so that is one thing about us, like she is very intentional. And I didn't remember the last time somebody had actually asked me for my phone number. And so we um, I think got together for coffee and then from there just realized that we are very like-minded. We had kids, same ages, yeah. um, and so just have been very, you know, we don't go to the same church. We don't have kids at the same school. They're not on the same team. So we've had to be very intentional to be able to hang out and spend time together and get to know one another. And that's normally over coffee. Sometimes it's walking. Sometimes it's working out together. Um, sometimes it's going to lunch, yeah. but that's a little bit about how we met. So I agree. Meredith is very intentional. That's definitely one of your strong points. Well, thank think. you. Yeah. 
So I know you both have a lot of common interests. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Um, well, like we said, we have children of the same ages, so playgroups and just getting kids together so we could hang out has always been something we've done. And Downton Abbey was something that drew us <laughs> together. We would uh, come over to my house for dress-up parties and uh, watch shows together, and so that was a lot of fun. And um, we do go for walks together and enjoy just kind of being outside and all things like that. And Bible Study Fellowship is kind of where we met, and so we've been in several studies together, kind of talking about what God's teaching us through those books of the Bible and how we're applying it to our lives. Are you guys both doing BSF now? Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I do the day class, and then Meredith. I've had to move tonight. Okay. But she takes my kids with her, so it's been wonderful. So three of my four kids go with yep. Meredith. And are able to be in the children's program or school age program there with them. So that's a real friend. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When you take some of these kids. Yeah, we pack them in and we have a good time. That's awesome. Okay, so today what I really wanted to talk about with both of you is dress number. Because when this podcast comes out, it will be December. And I assume that both of you are doing it this year, right? Yes, we are. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I should have asked that. (laughs) And so I'm kind of wondering, first of all, if you want to talk about what Dressember is and also kind of what led you to start doing that. Well, Dressember is um, a unique opportunity through, it is an organization that uses fashion as an outlet for awareness for human trafficking. And I first learned about it through Amy just talking to me and how she was going to be a part of this a couple of, probably three or four years ago already even, or more. And um, so the idea is that you'll wear a dress uh, each day in December and bring awareness to human trafficking. And so if people ask you, why are you dressed up or wearing a dress all the time, then you can bring awareness to human trafficking. And um, and you can write, you raise funds. As well. And so I heard about it through, I first learned about it through a friend in Raleigh that I had, I follow on Facebook and Instagram and she was doing it. And prior to her doing it, I had watched, I'd been introduced to human trafficking by a friend um, and she had shown me the documentary Nefarious and that rocked my world. And then um, we were studying Amos, the book of Amos that summer, as well as doing a Bible study about human trafficking. And so when I saw Dress Ember, where she was wearing a dress, that was the challenge. Like it's a challenge to wear a dress every day for the whole month of December. And she had shared, my friend had shared the um, TED Talk that Blythe Hill, who's the founder of Dress Ember did. And so I listened to that and thought, this is something I can actually do. Sometimes I get overwhelmed by all the um, things that you that need help, all yes. the areas, all the ministries, and not knowing where to start. And I thought this was something that I could do. I can wear a dress. Yeah. Even as a stay-at-home mom, I can wear a dress every day in December. So I completely agree. Sex trafficking is something that's really important to me. But I think me and probably a lot of other people uh, feel really overwhelmed. Like it feels big, like on a global scale. Mm -hmm. Where do you even start? Okay. And I'm definitely going to link to that TED Talk in my show notes so that people can find that. I love that. Mm -hmm. 
here's my real logistical question for you both. And that is, I mean, it sounds fine to wear a dress every day. And then there's reality, like as a stay at home mom. (laughs) So let's talk about for real. How do you do that? And how do you, um, do you have that many dresses? What do you do? Well, um, you know, as you do it each year, it's funny how when you're shopping, you say, oh, I can use this for dress ember. But <laughs> when I first started, I didn't have a lot of dresses and I had short sleeve dresses and I it's December and even here in North Carolina, it's cold. So I will wear leggings with it or I will wear a cardigan over it. And I, I have fun looking in my closet and putting different outfits together. I always have since I was a kid. Um, and how many outfits can I make? But we've had people who use one dress and just wear it lots of different ways with scarves or leggings or sweaters. Um, and they just do it that way. But it's, it's been, it is interesting because I'm like, I am going to be cleaning my house, but I'm going to wear my dress because I've committed to doing this. Yeah. So, well, wearing just one dress, I think that probably would draw attention. People probably would start asking about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. 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 Well, wearing dresses has always been more of a challenge for me. I feel like Amy likes dresses a little more than I do. And so that definitely was a challenge for me in my first year. Um, as I was watching Amy and a few others doing it, I would consciously wear a dress on Sunday or I would consciously wear a dress when we were going to get together to just support them, but also just it made me think about it each time I was wearing a dress, even though I wasn't up for the 30 day challenge, uh, 31 day challenge at first. Um, but I don't have a ton of dresses. So, I mean, I wear the same repertoire each week of the month. And like Amy said, you might put a different sweater or necklace or this or that with it, but, um, leggings definitely is a help. And there've been times where I've just had to wear my jeans underneath the dress because of whatever I was doing. Right. Um, and that's okay. Like, um, there's different little guidelines or things that they kind of encourage you with when you're doing it. And so it's, it's just basically on your honor system and what you want to do. Like my daughter's considering doing it this year and wearing a dress for her is not normal or her favorite either. And so I told her that's okay. Wearing a dress three times a week would definitely bring about your awareness and your friends are going to take a notice. Right. And that's the whole point of Dress Ember is awareness and raising the money. And I think each year we've had a, a team goal and I think we've exceeded it each time. And so people are are responding. So you do it in teams? Yes. Yes. Okay. And does everybody have the same money goal or do you change it depending on what you want to raise? It's up to the individual as to what they want to do individually um, for their for their goal. And it's fun. She was talking about you can wear leggings or jeans. People have worn snow pants because I went sledding one time mm-hmm. because I had, I think I put went on Facebook and said, okay, what will you give me for dress ember if I sled down the hill? in a dress. And I had a friend say, I'll give you $50 for a dress number to do that. So, and then to finish or to reach my goal one year for a thousand, I again went on social media and said, I'm this far from a thousand dollars. If I raise a thousand dollars by tomorrow, I will jump in my neighbor's pool in my dress. Nice. And yeah. so I videoed it and posted that and was, that was a lot of fun on the dress number <laughs> Instagram page. That was pretty awesome. That is so, awesome. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of um, 
raising money for important things. I see you're wearing noonday earrings. And so I definitely had a podcast with Laura Lee and we talked about social justice. So this is kind of my second social justice podcast for this season. And so, mm-hmm. so I love what you're doing and what Noonday's doing. And Dressember partners with um, International Justice Do Mission okay. and a few other um, large organizations. That's how she funnels Neat. the money out. So you can trust when you're making a donation, that it's truly going to an organization that is already on the ground working to stop human trafficking. Mm-hmm. So it's really neat. So one other way I've had people support me is actually to donate their dresses to me to oh. wear. And that's a really neat thing. And I try to then post on social media in their dress so that they can see that they've joined um, that role. If they can't financially donate, that's a neat way to help us out. Yeah. So if somebody happened to be interested in one of two things, either finding somebody who's doing December and giving money, or if they're interested in doing it themselves, or at least for next year, what is a way that they could go ahead and get involved? They go to dressember.org. They can sign up to have their own team, or they can search for a team through dressember.org. And then, and there's all the kinds of information of how they can get involved there. And depending on where you live, there are dress ember events going on throughout the year, not oh, just nice. in December. And the men can participate too. They can wear a tie every day or for dress ember. Mm-hmm. Do they call that something different? No, it's okay. Time kind of like dress up <laughs> dress ember. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And my daughter, who is now ten. She has done it with me for the past two years. And so she wears a dress every day in December with me. So it's, it's an, I mean, she's a girl. And so it's a hard thing to explain to her why she's wearing a dress, but she wants to raise awareness and she's my social justice yeah. one in our family as well. So she's, she's really enjoyed it. And we have buttons you can order. And so kind of like your cashier at the store that says, ask me about this, we have buttons that we wear that say, ask me about my dress or just dress ember. And that helps start conversation. So when I'm at the grocery store or when I would leave the gym in a dress and people were like, oh, where'd you work? Where do you work? No, I don't work. And I've worked out in a dress and posted that before. So lots of fun, different things that to raise awareness and to make people stop their scroll and um, see what is this girl doing in her dress? Why is she wearing a scooter in a dress? Why is she <laughs> doing the bowling in a dress? So just kind of all the different challenges of what the different things you can do in a dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I'm, he- I'm hearing you say a lot about like in-person stuff, but a whole lot about social media. So you're raising a lot through social media as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll normally post every day my outfit and they the website also gives us facts and statistics that we can share to then raise awareness so it's not like I'm having to come up with all the information and all the facts on my own they send it to us or we can go to their site and then just share the facts because a lot of people it's just again right they don't know and until you know you can't do better right so helping them know so they can know better That's very cool. 
in each podcast, I ask a couple of questions. And so we're going to go to that part now. I'm wondering, um, do either of you have a favorite scripture passage? Yeah. Okay. You have your Bible right there. So I'm going to let Meredith go first. (laughs) Well, kind of on our theme for the night, um, it's long, but it's um, Matthew 25 verses 34 uh, to 40. It says, for I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them. Truly, I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. And so as Amy kind of talked about earlier, um, wearing a dress is something I can do. Mm-hmm. And um, all of our money put together raises millions of dollars. And so I feel like I can do my little bit. And the dollars that I raise do matter. Mm-hmm. And um, so I do it as part of my worship for Jesus in the month of December. Mm-hmm. I love that. So my favorite passage has always been, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And so that's Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. And I've been able to apply that to lots of different situations, um, mainly thinking that his ways are not our, they're higher than our ways. And with the human trafficking, I don't always you know, understand why he allows it. Um, but through watching documentaries and through hearing rescue stories, he uses those who he has rescued to reach people that couldn't be reached. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his story of reconciliation, he even desires to reconcile the traffic, the ones who are trafficking. Mm-hmm. And that reminder has just at times just broken me that mm-hmm. he, he truly desires reconciliation with all people, um, the Johns and those who are trafficked. And so that passage is just very applicable to a lot of, a lot of things that happen. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad you brought that up because I don't think people talk very much about the traffickers and it's kind of hard for me to drum up any kind of empathy. Right. But you're right. God's heart is different. And he uses sure. them to reach other traffickers mm-hmm. in ways that others couldn't. So yeah, his ways are definitely higher. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to lighten the mood for just a second. Are you ready? Because we have jumped in. We just jumped in at the very beginning. So do either of you have a fun fact about yourselves that you want to share? I really enjoyed going backpacking. And this summer we went to Wyoming for about 10 days. Just trucked back where no one else goes. Can't get there by a car. So did I really you see enjoy any, that. Did you see any really fun like nature things? Weird animals or anything? Nope. No wildlife. <laughs> um, outside of just in driving in the car, we saw bald eagles oh, and cool. um, pronghorn antelope, but oh, and a lot of uh, cattle. But that's <laughs> all from the car. So yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, I have been enjoying listening to books lately. Huh. I find that when I sit down with a book, I fall asleep, but I have been able to just riding around, listen to books, and I've enjoyed that and listening to different 
podcast has been new. Um, I, yeah, this was one I struggled with. Okay. So that's about, yeah, I've enjoyed listening to books. I am okay with that one, particularly because in this season of life, especially, that is fun for me. Like being without my kids for a minute when I can listen to a book yes. is my happy place. So that is fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering, do you want to say what book you've been listening to lately? Oh, yes. The okay. Gospel Comes with a House Key. Okay. What did you think about that? I've listened to that too. Have you? It is. It wrecked me. Yeah. I mean, it it wrecked me. Um, so very convicting. I think that's harder than December, really. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very much. Very much. So trying to get out there and meet my neighbors and be hospitable without the fan like we think of fancy when mm-hmm. we think of hospitable and that is not what she is talking about so mm-hmm. what'd yeah. you think um I felt like it was very challenging but good like she brought up a real a lot of really good points that I don't think I've really thought of before so I would recommend it for sure I recently listened to the soul of shame by Kurt Thompson it was very good Okay. And I just started 24-6 by Matthew Cleef. Is that his name? Anyway, about the Sabbath. So self-help books are hard for me to sit down with and page through. I'm a counselor, so I shouldn't feel that way, but I do. But I can listen to them and do something else at the same time, and I can make it through. And I get a lot out of it, and I really enjoy it. So, yeah, it doesn't feel like work to make myself learn things. It's just good. I like it. Yes. But I'm also listening to one about the Comanche Nation just for fun. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, who is somebody that inspires you? It can be about December or just in life. I think my parents have inspired me uh, recently, especially. They have been willing to apologize even now to us as adult children about maybe how they uh, chose to raise us in a certain area or how they viewed something and how God has changed them over the times. And it's just a great reminder that it's never too late mm-hmm. in your parenting or there's always forgiveness extended. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've really looked up to them in that and I've appreciated that. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of humility yeah, to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the most recent has been Jackie Hill Perry mm-hmm. and Rosario. Butterfield because just their boldness and their just searching after God and how God has searched after them the way that he has. And so I think it has inspired me to love the Lord even more just to see that he truly does pursue um, people. Mm -hmm. So, and I think just their their boldness in sharing their story and sharing the truth about their story has helped. And then Annie F. Downs is another one because I've just finished 100 Days to Brave. And so she was inspiring me every day for 100 days. To be brave. To be brave. Yeah. To be brave. Um, This is sort of intimate, but I wonder, is there a particular day that you did something that you were proud of that was brave? I think sometimes for me it's being quiet. I think it's, for me, being brave is keeping issues to myself or going to the Lord with it and not feeling the need. Because it's then what I tend to do is call a friend and ask them, how should I respond to this situation? Or how should I feel? 
in this situation. And so I feel like, honestly, this month, the one thing that, one way I was brave was to not do that, was just to be still and to be quiet and to go to the Lord Mm -hmm. instead of everybody else. That is a good word. Not what I expected you to say, but probably what I needed to hear, honestly. (laughs) That was a really good word. Well, do either of you have anything else you wanted to say that I didn't ask or any resources you want to talk about? Resources for dresses, Goodwill. Okay, um, yes. Good to talk about. CCM, I would say CCM first, like the Cooperative Christian Ministry, your your thrift stores. Because again, yeah. that social justice, if you can't always buy the clothes that are, I guess, the most fair trade, fair trade or ethically made, when you go to the thrift store, then you're stopping the fast fashion. So um, that's always fun. So part of my challenge is sometimes like my whole outfit was either thrifted or hand-me-downs. And that's kind of fun. Yeah. I just bought a hand-me-down dress a week or two ago, getting ready for December. So yeah. Mm -hmm. That is fun. Yeah. I've never heard the word thrift used as a verb like that, thrifted. I like it. <laughs> I don't know if that was real or not, but I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Words. Yeah. I kind of buy that way anyway. I mean, I was doing that to save money, but but then I realized, like, I don't have to worry about where this was made if yeah. I didn't buy it from the dealer. Like, yeah. I can just buy it and not really worry about it because I'm recycling. So yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We are... Hand-me-downs are a wonderful, somebody had posted hand-me-downs are a wonderful gift to moms. And they are. Uh And especially when they're hand-me-downs that when Maddie goes through them and she doesn't always like everything, she gives them to me and I can get some more. (laughs) (laughs) And they're fun. It's like a new new shopping trip. All right. Well, thank you both so much for being on the podcast. I appreciate your time. Well, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thanks again to Meredith and Amy for coming on the podcast and for sharing with us some of the things that are important to you and raising awareness about Dressember and what that movement is doing. If you're interested in learning more about Dressember, I'll have a link in the show notes to the website about Dressember and also the TED Talk that Amy mentioned in this podcast episode. Again, this is the last podcast episode of 2019, but check back the first Tuesday of January because we are going to start the new podcast season out with a bang. You will not want to miss it. You can find PRN on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And you can find the podcast on almost any podcasting app. If you've enjoyed this episode, please comment in the show notes or on Facebook and share it with your friends. Well, may you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause for new next, the podcast. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus.